Welcome, and thanks for joining us for this week's episode of Hashtag Be the Good in Your Hood. It's a podcast dedicated to sharing the essential change that can occur in your place, in your neighborhood, and in your life through simple acts of hospitality. We are your hosts, Dave and Jen Colley. Well, we are happy to welcome Miss Majora Carter. She's a community revitalization strategist. She's a real estate developer. She's an author of this awesome book called Reclaiming Your Community. You don't have to move out of your neighborhood to live in a better one. She comes from the Bronx in New York, and we are excited to have her joining us today on this episode of Hashtag Be the Good in Your Hood. Majora, thank you so much for joining us, and we are glad that you're here. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Cool. Thank you so much for having me. So here's our kind of intro question. It's it's not like, you know, if you could be a kitchen utensil, what would you be? But um, it, is, <laughs> it is along those lines in the sense of neighboring. And so I know you um, live and speak to living in the neighborhood that you grew up in. So this might be kind of a, a fun one for you. Um, what would you say if you were to describe your role in your neighborhood? Who are you in light of your neighborhood? Hmm. In, in light of or? Yeah. Like who are you in your neighborhood? Not in your, your workplace or your family, but who is Majora Carta in your neighborhood? Um, that's an inter- it's an interesting question. I, I often describe myself as like, you know, you know, I'm this chick who gets caught trying. <laughs> mm. That's really what I am. And, you know, that could be good and bad or even sometimes indifferent because, yeah, I, I will try something to the point where it's probably not a good thing. Yeah, sometimes. But I'm. But you know what? I'm. I'm not easily satisfied um, with the way things are, and I think that's why I try. Mm. That's actually one of the. Um, we're doing a project with my students, and one of our community agreements. One of the bullet points is to try things out, and um, I think that's a great way even to contribute to your community to say, "Hey, I'm willing to to try this out." And having that yeah. freedom that it might, like you said, it might not turn out the way you expected or even what you would consider a success, but um, it actually leads to things that, that contribute well. Uh, well, that's a great way to introduce yourself. Agreed. I just want to say thank you for taking on such an important role. It's a role that probably isn't glamorous and some days it's probably difficult to keep going. And when you claim to be someone who just gets caught trying, it means that there are so many failures along the way, but here you are still going after it and doing it with a smile. So thank you. I know your trying has brought about a lot of good over the years in your neighborhood. So let's jump into this second question. What good have you seen come in your neighborhood from the practice of hospitality? And when we talk about hospitality, we talk about drawing people out of loneliness and isolation and into a place where they feel like they have worth and that they feel safe and that they feel welcomed. And when they do that, we believe that that allows people to to have a purpose. And so that's when we're talking about hospitality, we could be talking about a meal, but we could be talking about a lot of other things as well. So what good have you seen come in your neighborhood from the practice of hospitality? Oh, I've seen, you know, look, since my work, you know, someone who does community revitalization, whether it's in my hometown, which is an urban area, or, you know, working with others and other parts of the the country and sometimes places that are definitely not very urban. We, you know, you think about this, this phrase that I'm often use, which is, um, you know, community is not just a place, it's an activity, right? Mm -hmm. But you have to generally 
have places in which to do community because you can't do it by yourself and you generally don't do it either at um at home by yourself or even just with, with your family that's another kind of community or at work which is another kind of community but so that's why it's important to have what's what's called in urban planning terms third spaces and those are places that are neither work or home but allow those those sort of public um whether they're private commercial or or, or um or just you know public they allow you to be in relation to other people um and so building third spaces is something that i'm incredibly uh, keen on doing because especially in low status communities like what you know basically they're the places where um you'll find that there's you know health outcomes are lower uh uh educational attainments lower as well higher rates of poverty um you know, lack of economic mobility, all sorts of things like that. But and they could be inner cities, Native American reservations, or even poor white towns. You know, where there was industry, but not anymore. Um, but those places often are devoid of of third of third spaces, quality third spaces. Like you'll find third spaces, like the inside of of health clinic waiting rooms or community centers, but not the kind of cool community centers that most people want to hang out. And you know, actually, they're considered like you know places where nerds hang out <laughs> and um so but by building things like cafes and coffee shops even parks literally those give people an opportunity to sort of see each other in you know sort of ways where where barriers you know to to engagement are lower you know you're often engaged in something fun and you know um and it could be the kind of place that makes you go oh, okay i can see myself here so that's what we've been working on a lot so building those places for engagement so that people can become engaged with one another so that they can see, you know, other folks doing cool things so that they could be the one being seen as doing something cool. Um, building those places are something, is something that's super important, you know, to the work that, that we do to make that kind of stuff happen. Oh, wow. So I hear you kind of talking on both ends of you're creating third places, like you're building something. But I also heard you say that you're removing these barriers that in the building of something, it also is tearing down these things that separate us, which. Well, yeah, if you, yes, it is that it, it's you, you know, you kind of have to, it, there's, a, uh, you know, I think one of the reasons why, why so many folks in those status neighborhoods feel, especially like the, the quote unquote talented ones, athletically or artistically or, or academically, um, you know, considered, you know, gifted in any of those ways, they're led to believe that they have to leave neighborhoods like the ones that they're in. In order to experience that kind of connectivity, you know, with other people, you know, so they can see sort of like themselves, um, you know, the, the, even their future selves, like there's a sense of aspiration. But if they don't feel that in their own neighborhoods, they leave. Right. And because and, and that's like like one of those, those like that Cinderella story that often gets played over and over again in American culture that, you know, you um you know, you come from, you know, a, a poor hometown, hard scrabble roots, and then you grow up and be somebody. And I'm just like, well, what's wrong with where they're, they're from? Or is there something that we can build in those places that makes people feel like I can reinvest where I am? So, and the tearing down of barriers. And it is, at first, I think it's a psychological barrier. Because again, if we're led to believe, you know, from you know, our earliest days that we're the community that we're from is a terrible one. The first barrier has got to be, how do we help people see that maybe that's not the case? Maybe there is something of value. Where mm. And maybe it's wise looking at it and looking at it in a different perspective, or at the very least, um, 
giving some grace, you know, to both yourself and to the people in the community with you. So if you're, if you're, okay, so I'm going to back up. I'm going to ask this question for me. <laughs> so I, I walk and, and listen to my place a lot, but mm-hmm. I, I, sometimes I get blinders on just because of busyness mm-hmm. or repetition or familiarity. Right. What are some things that you have seen or found that help people see a place in a different light so that they mm-hmm. can see the hope? What What is that for, like for you or what, you know, yeah. you, you travel around and talk to a lot of people around the country. What does that look like? I mean, it's the same thing. Um, you really, for people who, because most of us walk around with blinders on, we just do. Like we, you know, we're, you know, we've got an agenda, we've got a place to be, da, 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 and that's the way we move. I mean, so much so a case in point. Um, we, <laughs> and so does it takes a while to get people to like look above. Like um, a, a really hilarious case in point. So our, so we opened one of the first, you know, commercial third spaces, you know, in my neighborhood since I was in high school. Um, which was back in, I graduated high school in 1984. So we really, you know, haven't had like a cafe in our neighborhood since then. Like I remember when Moshman's Delicatessen, which was which was like a really cool kind of like soda jerk. It had literally had like the old sort of soda jerk, um, you know, I don't know what they're called, but fountain like thingies. Um, so those and like that really cool black and white marble floor. Just you know, I re- I remember that, and then it was gone. So we we built this cafe, totally cool. It's called the Boogie Down Grind, and it's we've been there since twenty, and roughly between two different locations but literally with on the same corner um, since 2016. Every now and then, even to this day, we'll get people walking by saying things like, oh my goodness, welcome to the neighborhood. <laughs> and it's just like, I mean, you know, they're like, I lived in Hunts Point all these years and I'm just, you know, wish we had a cafe. And it was like, we've been here since 2016. And they're like, no, you're joking. Because again, they're so used to seeing things in a very particular way that it doesn't even occur to them to look up hmm. when they're on their way to the subway or whatever. But my whole, but regardless of that, and that, so we still get that. But I also understand that the only way for people to even to even get them to look in a different direction is you still have to build something that's different. And and that I've been doing that since. Oh my gosh, for like all of my career, even when I worked, you know, as in sustainability and I was doing like um, park development, you know, we were, um, or greenway development or even green jobs training and placement development. It was all about creating something that was different so that people would be forced to just give something a second look. Usually, most of the time they do. Sometimes they don't. Like the case in point, you know, be, us being discovered after being on the same corner for five years. Oh man! But you do, I do think you. That, but I think that the core of it, and still, obviously, some people aren't gonna see it no matter what, and some folks won't appreciate it no matter what. But there are those who just have been waiting for to see something. And, and just, and who are open to it. And that's why you always have to be ready, you know, to just be like, okay, I'm going to give somebody something else to see just to, just to make the wheels turn a little, just in a little different direction so that they can, so that give them something that challenges the worldview they've had, you know, of that place beforehand. And that's one of the most satisfying things that I get to experience, like practically on a daily basis when folks are just like, 
wow, like we didn't think that our neighborhood could have anything like this. And that sparks conversations like, well, why didn't you think this neighborhood could have anything? And it's like, well, you know, it's it's kind of ratchet. It's it's like it's the hood. It's this. It's that. And, you know, we don't have nice things here. No. And, and, and but that's the kind of mindset that when you physically put something, you know, in in someone's mind about how things can be different, it becomes harder and harder for them to stay with with their old mindset about, oh, you know, that's just how it is. Yeah, yeah, I love this. I love this like very like visible action to plant hope. Like you're you're talking about very physical things to like literally put something in someone's viewpoint that makes them see it a different way yeah. really is giving them this option that, oh, there's a different way to see this. There's a different way to think about it. There's a possibility that life here could be better. Like life could be more than what I've seen it all my life. And um, I think that that too is sort of this encouragement to say, not only are we needing people in our neighborhoods that will put the thing there, but also people willing to look up and see it. And so I feel like that's kind of a, you know, a challenge both for me of, you know, what thing could I put in front of someone else to see, but also what things could I be looking at? Like what things could I lift my head and say, Hey, I hadn't noticed that before. Or what if, you know, to kind of spur that hope. And I think that's just a really like very concrete image of how we can be those hopeful people and building things yeah. that, that create it in the places that we are. So that's, that's incredible. I love that. Um, and I don't think people fully understand like the power of, of um, attention to folks, you know, just, you know, I think an intention can sometimes be overused, but just like giving someone your attention, you know, for whatever moment. And I think, especially when we're so, you know, digitally connected, you know, to, the internet or whatever, it's just super annoying. Um, but again, creating those moments when you could literally like be connected to another person, another human, um, you know, that that is hospitality. Yeah, I feel like there's so much in this place of, you know, you're really, I mean, challenging me in this idea that you're really creating a change in something. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just as humans, we don't always like change. <laughs> it's not always met with you know, puppy dogs and roses and rainbows. But I think when I'm hearing that good in it, that we've talked about barriers, putting things down, seeing people, that good of hope that it really makes the the challenge and the difficulty and the hardship of it totally worth it. Um, and so I think that would maybe be my, my takeaway from this is that, you know, what things could we plant for hope that will actually continue going on of good things in our own neighborhoods? Yeah, I think this challenges me to to make sure that I communicate the right things to people as well. I I feel like I'm constantly coaching or answering questions or or giving insight or at least, you know, passing on information that we know to be true um, about a practice or or being present or looking around and even this idea of whether or not you go somewhere or you stay. Either one can be correct as long as you're going after it for the betterment of those around you. And it really comes back to this consideration. I don't want to make it sound like, oh, well, if you grew up in a small town and you want to get out and do something, and sometimes those jobs really aren't available in your town and it's okay to leave, but it's also okay to stay. The main point of it is why, wherever you are, be all there, right? Be the good where you are, continue to find ways to to make things and cultivate good where you are and leave a place better than you found it. 
right? I mean, I remember my mom telling me that even when you're going to someone's house for dinner, like make sure you leave that better than you found it. Or if you borrow something from a neighbor, like a tool, you know, and that same mindset is like, if you're going to leave this town, leave it better than you found it. Or if you move to a new town, make it better than you found it. And this idea that there's work involved and it takes not just one person to make change happen. Anyway, I just, I think it's such a, just the reminder from your perspective of that. It's just been really, really insightful today. So thank you so much for joining us. Anything you want to say as we end here to our listeners of a challenge for them? The only thing is that, you know, so what if you are the only one thinking a particular way? It happens. And just not being afraid to, you know, put it out there, you know, that, you know, you might have an idea and that you want to try something out. That's not a bad place to start. It really isn't. So that's the thing I'd like to encourage people because I see people, you know, just in my practice, my my work practice, like stopping themselves even before they attempt anything. And I find that, you know, to be just as, just as heartbreaking at times, especially when you kind of get to know folks and you realize, no, that was actually a fantastic idea that you decided before you even vocalized it, that you weren't going to do it. And so those are the kind of regrets that make me really sad. And I just hope folks realize that they that everybody has something to contribute. And especially if they're thinking about it, you know, in a way that it's going to make life better for folks. I think you owe it to, to, to yourself to try. Yeah. So I think as we end here, we'll just challenge our listeners this week, try to find a, a new place to see or try to discover something that you could do to make your place a better place to live for others and just try it just try it this week and be the good in your hood 